0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Girls Interrupted. Thank you so much for listening to our show, and please remember to follow us on all of our social media, which can be found in the description box below. Um, If you like what you hear, uh, we really need your help. Please remember to comment, review, share, and subscribe to our show. That would really help us a lot with getting our feet off the ground. Okay, enough of all that. Let's talk movies. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Girls Interrupted. This is Shannon here solo this week. Um, our girl Annie is out there handling some business. We miss her so much, but um, we miss her so much. We wish she was here with us, but we're going to keep it going and bring some more content to you. Today, we're reviewing the movie Assassination Nation, which just came out 2018. It actually came out on my birthday, September 21st, 2018. We didn't give you guys any... Uh, a review last week, so we're coming back with Assassination, Assassination Nation. It's supposed to be Heathers meets The Purge meets Kill Bill, which I'm here for, I'm excited about. I, if you listen to our last episode about Heathers, you know that we're iffy about people remaking it because it's so sensitive and... I don't know, I'm just not in the mood to watch uh, teenagers hurt each other. Well, not in a way that is so real to what we already deal with every day, like the tragedy of gun violence in schools. is just a little too much for me to enjoy uh, in my escapism. So, uh, But I'm glad that this movie shies away from that, and... um. I would say it's not too close to Heather's. It's kind of out there in a lane of its own, but I can definitely see some elements of it and a lot of the purge and flashes of kill bill. Awesome. So, um this movie was produced by Neon Cinema Refinery 29, which I thought was a furniture website. But I guess I'm I'm wrong. Or I thought it was like a blog or something, like a like a hip uh, Buzzfeed, but I guess I'm wrong I don't know um, But yeah, they're producing movies um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 66% Which I guess is high for a female-fronted movie On Rotten Tomatoes um, Starring Bella Thorne Bill Skarsgård Sexy Pennywise, oh yeah uh, Cody Christian Abra uh, Suki Waterhouse Harry Neff Maud Apatow Anika Noni Rose and the woman who I thought was Aunt Becky from Full House, but is not. She is a. Uh, she is in uh, Law and Order: Criminal Intent. Her name is. She is not Aunt Becky. Catherine Irby. Um, I don't have anything for the budget, but the box office returned $1.2 million. Um, Like I said, it came out September 21st, so last week this is a fresh movie for you guys. We never do this. Um, And it previewed at Sundance uh, January 21st. So while I was watching the previews, Jonah Hill's mid-90s came on, and I'm excited about it. But I have questions about Jonah Hill's upbringing because... This is not who he presented to me, you know, but it looks really cool. It looks very like kids meets like Larry Clark vibe. So like very 90s unscripted kids just running amok out there. Salem, Massachusetts. Salem, Massachusetts. And um, uh, it starts off with trigger warnings, very literally trigger warnings. And on one hand it's warning you about what's going to happen and on another hand it's kind of make i guess it's like kind of making fun of uh how we use trigger warnings in today i don't know it's it seems very 2018 in in good ways i'm i'm i like it i'm okay with it uh before we get into it this movie was good i enjoyed the movie a lot uh really crazy cinematography. Um, I recommend you go watch it before you listen to this because I'm going to spoil it. Um, But yeah, really sick cinematography and good story. Maybe needed a little tweaking at the... Tweaking in parts, okay? Let's just say that. So, Salem, Massachusetts. So obviously we're thinking... Salem Witch Trials, okay? So it starts off with a voiceover. You know I don't like that, but it goes, uh, this is the story of how the town of Salem lost its motherfucking mind. So they're in the suburbs, uh, and we get from the voiceover that um, the town turns on four teenage girls and wants to kill them. So that's what's already in our mind before we even start. And, I mean, we're starting off this movie, parts of it, most of it looks like a music video, honestly. It's like uh, kids dressed really well, partying. And I like the way it looks. But in some points, like the the four main girls, they're almost too cool. Like they, they're they really cool and like stylish. But um, we never really like delve into their personalities as much as I wanted to. Like I want to know more about these characters. Um and so I feel a little bit distant from them. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say for right now. So the trigger warnings start off. Uh, and the trigger warnings are in patriotic colors, right? So Or French colors, depending on how you're looking at that. And uh, um, they are, you know, they touch on toxic masculinity, homophobia, uh, transphobia, just like very on topic words buzzwords almost that you know we're talking about right now so it's it's good it's good that this movie is addressing that and i don't know i don't know i just yeah so there's so i wrote down that it's like very choppy delivery cuz it kind of is rushing around in the beginning which I'll go with it It's cool So Lily is our main character uh, And she is played by Odessa Young Who is an Australian actress Um, And I'll say her accent was pretty good Because usually I can kind of tell Like when uh, Especially like when Emma Watson does it (laughs) She's she's, her British slips out But um, Lily Odessa Young's uh, Australian does not slip out it doesn't. Somehow the Australians are usually better at doing a an American accent than the British are. Yeah, go with that. So Lily's visiting a young girl. And I, was, I wasn't I was sure what was going on. But uh, this little girl is really excited to see her. And I'm guessing it's – I was guessing at this point that it was someone that she babysat. So she's saying hi to this little girl. Um, and then she goes across the street to her best friend's house because her best friend lives across from uh, – this house where she used to babysit. Um, so her friend's house. Their friend is Abra. And she is a... In real life, the actress is a, is a pop singer. But Abra's character is called M. And I'm... Uh, you know, this wasn't really explained very well. But I'm guessing by how the ending was, I'm guessing that Suki Waterhouse's character, wh- whose name is Sarah, that's the blonde best friend with the short hair. I'm guessing that Sarah and M live together because later on in the movie there's they show their bedroom and there's two beds back to back and i don't i think they're i think they live in the same house i don't know but um abra's african-american suki's white um anika noni anika noni rose is abra's mom i'm guessing i don't know but uh Yes, Anika. Anika is with some guy on the couch, and he's pervy. That's all you need to know. Um, la la. So they this movie. Okay, so now we've got four girl best friends together because we've got um M, uh Sarah, Lily, and Bex. So Bex is our she's a trans character, she's a trans actress. Her name is Harry Neff. Um, and she's also a trans character in the movie and right off the bat, I like it, right we've got we we hardly see this dynamic at all, right We've got um minorities and LGBT represent. I, I mean I guess in even some small way, but I mean, I also do like that uh, Bex's character is really like she's giving a lot of uh time on screen more so than him and Sarah so you know take that as you will uh so we got four girl best friends and these are they're very sexual they're like super sexualized teens like I can tell that a a man's behind the camera a man wrote it I can just by the way the conversation's going not that it's not Natural, I guess it's just the lens is very focused on sexualizing them, and I'm gonna keep it pushing. So, la la la. Then there's like uh, overlay of like teen Snapchat partying videos, and th- the camera does something pretty cool because it's uh, it splits it like try try split. So there's like three different videos going on at once, and sometimes the videos will link up, and then they'll go back to the. And it's it'd be a cool music video. An hour and a half music video. All I'm saying, so they are partying. They there's a teen and he hacks the mayor's private fetish files on his internet. So I'm guessing he. So I, I guess somewhere they had explained that he's um, a homophobic. Uh, I'm guessing transphobic mayor. Bigoted mayor, right? He's the mayor of, their, of Salem, Massachusetts. But uh, somebody ha- hacks his private files, a teenager, and spreads them to the whole high school. So now everybody knows that he cross-dresses and, and sleeps with men, I guess was the point of that. Um, and so, you know, his dirty laundry is out there for everybody. Uh and then we get Bill Skarsgard at the party and he looks good. Oh yeah, Pennywise. Um I can't think I can't stop thinking about how good he looked in it. Okay, it too is coming out and I'm excited. I should not be that attracted to a clown, but I am. His makeup was everything. Um yes. Uh so uh Bex, the Trans character is hooking up With a guy and He After they hook up he's like weird about it And he doesn't want her to tell anyone Um So there's that and I'm like I'm you know Conflicted about it like I'm happy that We're seeing Trans stories on screen I just wish it was In happier Conditions but I guess That's not the scope of this movie. And uh, I don't know. I guess we're making baby steps because, God, I don't know. Baby steps. Because I actually don't, I don't know a lot of movies where trans characters get to have a sexual relation, like sexual scene on camera that isn't like shied away from. I don't know. I'm, I, uh, I'm happy about it, but sad that it's a sad story for her and not you know like a love story like i don't know but um yeah we're getting there uh so lily is texting somebody named daddy in her phone with like a party emoji which is gross okay um <laughs> uh oh the styling was awesome so she's like wearing like this slip dress and she's got like these black platform shoes and there's like fur coats at this party even though i'm sure it's like <sighs> August or September. Uh, and there's like fishtail braids, like septum rings. There's like uh, Abras characters wearing this name plate that says feminist, which maybe it's a little on the nose, but I like it. Uh, <laughs> there's chokers. It's like it's like Tumblr threw up all over this movie. And maybe that's going to super date it. Like maybe in 10 years, we're going to be like, oh my God, I can't believe we dressed like that. But I think it looks cool for right now. It looks very it, it um you know, the whole like quartet of girls hanging out and like being really I I hate to say cool, but like risque or whatever and like living this life on the on the edge of crime. Well, I mean, I guess they're not at crime yet, but like this whole partying quartet this age for girls is is very reminiscent to me of spring breakers and like that dynamic they were trying to do. And I guess Kind of what they were trying to do with Heathers, but those girls didn't all like each other, so I guess it doesn't really work. Um, So, yeah. So, it looks like a music video. Lily is fighting with Bill because of Daddy. I'm confused about what I wrote. So, I guess he knows about Daddy at this point. Um, La, la, la. So, the blonde and, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Em and Sarah are dancing, the blonde and, and Abra, as I was calling them, because at this point I didn't know their name when I was taking notes. But yeah, they're dancing. And um right after that is when uh the when um I'm sorry. When Bex when Bex uh when Bex's man that she hooked up with gets weird. So That was that. I wish it was happy circumstances is what I wrote. So we're driving to school in the next uh, shot. And I loved what the blonde girl, (laughs) uh, Sarah. I mean, at this point, she has not spoken, really. She has not had any lines. She has not had any lines. Abra has barely said anything that, you know, stands out. And so it's really just Lily and Bex who have been standing – like, I – those are the ones I had a grasp on as a character at this point. Like Lily is our main. She's texting a guy named Daddy. She's dating Bill Skarsgard. Jealous. And Bex just hooked up with this guy who is ashamed of her, essentially. So those I have a solid grasp on. M and Sarah live together with Anika Noni Rose. I, mean, I don't what do we I don't know what we know about them. But anyways, Sarah. The blonde one has on the best outfit in this next scene because she has like a red beret and like a French sailor outfit. And like it has like this I used to have a shirt like this too. Actually, it has this sailor capelet. I'm dead. So they get out of the car, right? They're stomping down the hallways. Uh four girls, mean girls, you know, but like 2018, stylish tumbler, you know. Like <laughs> they look rad. Um, even though I don't know who they are yet. Like as as characters like it's already been about 15 minutes with them and I still Don't really know They're cool they party okay but like You know I guess like we want Cool characters to watch on TV But they can't be so cool that they're Unrelatable to like They need to have some flaws that We can grasp onto. because right Now I just know that they're like They're hot and they hang out like I don't You know whatever So Uh um sorry. Uh Bex sees her fuckboy boy and she's like, it's an it's amazing. This is a great line. It's amazing how someone so inconsequential can make you feel so inco- inconsequential. I'm sorry, I ruined it. It's amazing how someone so inconsequential can make you feel so inconsequential. And wow. Bars, you know, that's really true. And I hate it. Yeah. So Lily has to go to the principal's office. And the principal is Coleman Domingo uh I looked him up he did a lot of stage work he's 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 has a lot of awards he's a good man right he's done a lot of acting uh, so Lily's in the principal's office and she's in trouble for these incredible drawings of naked women masturbating but her talent is there we can see it uh, and she had said she had She's in trouble. She drew this for art class. Her assignment was to draw from life. And so she goes on this rant about how yes, this is explicit, but this is life because when I I wasn't really gathering the point she was trying to make. Like there was a it was pointy, but I didn't gather the point if that makes sense. Like she's like, "You know, this re- I relate to this because, you know, women try so hard to To, to give, uh, nudes to guys and like, you know, you're taking like a thousand pictures and like, you know, there's, there'll be a shadow here or your nipple will look weird here and you have to like keep blah, blah, blah till you find the the perfect nude. And then you send it to a guy and he'll just be like, LOL. And then, you know, then you feel like shit. I don't know. That was, that's what kind of what she said. And so her point was, but the point was supposed to be like this deep thing about, just like some kind of commentary on teen life. I don't know, teen nudes. I don't know what the point was, but the 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 principal is like, you know what, blah, blah, you're really talented, but this is fucking school and you can't run naked women, okay? Like you're almost to college, chill out for a year. So that's essentially what he was telling her. And he gives her like a pep talk and, you know, just tone it down, sweetie, where, you know – we're in we're in public school, so then after this, she goes to the bathroom to take nudes to <laughs> to show to, <laughs> to, to show to her uh, to daddy whoever daddy is, and the mayor wants to oh, oh oh yeah the mayor next scene the mayor wants to know who hacked him and he hates the internet blah blah and. This is when the show gets a little black. The show, the movie gets a little Black Mirror esque, especially that first episode with the pig and all. So he he is um, going to a press conference. I don't know. He's going to a room to be yelled at by the townspeople, essentially. So he walks out. He's on stage. We, you know, it's a it's a a back shot. That makes it's a back we see the back of his head and uh kind of lights so we can't really see the crab but we hear them and they're just like boo and so they're they're upset with him they're upset with him because he cross dresses I don't really I don't know but uh he freaks out he shoots himself in the head and the next scene, the teens have turned him into a meme, a YouTube a YouTube meme. Kids are not shit. So the girls are in the pool. And uh, interesting commentary from Bex because here is this uh, mayor who killed himself because he was dealing with repressed Something like I don't know if it's Homosexuality repressed something That may be on the queer Spectrum I don't know and she's And the the friends are kind of treating her like She's supposed to be this Spokesperson for all things Queer I guess and like supposed to like Uh stick up for him but she's like you know Fuck him he wouldn't Have mourned for me if I shot Killed myself people like me kill themselves All the time And you know I'm on I'm on Bex's side like she makes a lot of sense And uh so the principal and I guess police are looking at the school for the student hacker because I guess it's a big deal. I don't know why though. I mean, I, I mean, is it illegal to hack? I mean, I guess it's illegal to hack hacker. And they, um, the principal gets a phone call and it's the superintendent and he, and she's like, they have everything. And then there's like this drawn out shot of him, and this shot could have been so much better if it was like a foot lower like it was a little too high I don't know what it was about it because it was like shaky but it's like they're drawing out from his face across the hallway and then there's kids coming out of class so you just see him in the background now and it's going and going and going but it was almost it was just too high I don't know it it made it look a little bit I don't know if cheaper is the word because I'm sure it would have cost the same to do it lower, but it just would have looked better and a foot lower. And this is coming from someone who loved the shots of this movie. Just my two cents. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't do shit with cameras. So that's my two cents. Uh, so blah, blah, blah. So now the whole town is talking about what they found on the principal's computer. And this is like kind of, I like the way they talked about. I like the showing that like we got to know the principal a little bit better. We see that he's not just this black and white bad guy, like we did with the mayor. Like the, black, the mayor, I guess we're supposed to get like, oh, he's, he's, he is against this, but secretly he does this, right? And, but with the, the principal, you know, we, we kind of bonded with him. We saw him try to, to, to help our heroine or whatever. But now we're getting that, you know, now we're, I think the way that they're showing this, like, someone hacking your private files can is, like, saying, like, anybody can be taken down for, like, normal things that they do. Like, they go on about his porn search videos. Now, my, he was searching teens, teen porn or something like that, and he does work at a school, so that is kind of creepy. But it's also creepy that they make teen porn or, you know, porn – that's supposed to depict teens, but then again, those girls are eighteen, right? So at least they're safe. And I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> at least they're of age. There, it's a bit. That's a gray area. So he, you know, they they dox him. They dox him, right? That's the word we're using. Do- they dox him for his his porn search videos, and he, like spread it everywhere. Um, they spread text about his wife's miscarriage. Something about his dad. I didn't really get. what something about some drama with his dad. I didn't really. I didn't really hear that and then like nude photos of his young daughter which I was like oh my god but then later on they talked about it and she was just in the bathtub and then I mean I'll skip ahead but li- oh it's right here uh, when and this is where I thought it was very Heather's Lily goes home and her parents are very disturbed by you know the news about the death did you hear did you hear and this kind of goes with like um, how it you're building like this hive mind, right? Like you hear something and it's already been tainted by someone else's point of view, but you just run with it because they've said it. And now everybody has this point of view against someone saying, you know, you've already convicted someone because of what if something else, someone else said. And I mean, I guess, I guess that goes back to the Salem witch trials, right? We, we, that was super on the nose, Salem. We're in Salem. So, um, Lily's parents are very disturbed. And this is, this reminded me of Heather's because, you know, there's that running scene that we keep coming back to with Winona, Winona Ryder, uh, with, with Veronica and her parents and, um, how they're always there and they're always kind of the, the neutral. And then there's that scene where they're finally like reacting to what everyone's been saying on the TV about teen suicide and they're just so, um, they're so confused about teenagers that day, right? Because teenagers of the 80s because of what the TV has been telling them. They're telling them, you know, that teenagers kill themselves, blah blah blah, and they're crazy. And now in this world in Salem, you know, they're they've already con- convicted our principal because of what he had on his computer, on his private files that he wasn't sharing with anyone. So they they're they're, obs- they're upset of, The parents are upset about the nude photos of his daughter, right? And they're like you know, we got to get him out of there. He is a pedophile, blah, blah, blah. But Lily Lily makes a, a point that it's a point, right? It's pointy is what I'm going to keep saying. It's pointy. I don't know if it's all the way formed, but it's nudity is not inherently sexual. And then she, you know, she's like, there's a baby photo of me where I'm naked. Is that is that wrong? Um, And it's she said it and it's there. You can agree with it or not. I don't know. I'm not the one. I didn't see the pictures. I don't know. But um it's, you know, it makes you think, doesn't it? It makes you think. So, uh the anonymous hacker says they are Oh, this is where I was like Lily's mom. This is where I thought she was on Becky from Full House. But she's not. She's not. So, the anonymous hacker says they're going they're going for Lily. Because they text her on IM. They said, we're coming for you, you know, or something like that. I don't know. And she's like, who is this? And she, she taught me how to first you inspect it and then you copy the IP address and then you can check where they are. I didn't know you could do that on a computer. So, you know, the kids are teaching me these days. So she, she inspects who sends it and hacks, she tracks the IP and it leads to Russia, which, uh, makes me think of Facebook and, the trump election i don't know so she asks who it is and they smile and they tell her to smile oh my god they tell her to smile and then they turn on her webcam i screamed that is so scary um she closes it and whatever so she says hi to the principal the next day but he blanks her and the friends her friends are all around her and they're like what what do you have to hide because you know she told them that uh the hackers coming after her. She's like, what do you have to hide? And then uh she's like, you know, I've got like a lot of gross porn and like sex and I talk shit about everybody. And I feel like that's a common answer for every like that could in in this in our world, that could be on any normal quote unquote normal person's uh private files. That's probably what they look at. And just knowing that Someone can go in and like flip it out, and and like your whole life is ruined because of shit that you do that everybody else does too. Like it's just wild. Okay. So it's the four girls, and two other girls are hanging out with them too. So one of them is Bella Thorne, who I found out is dating Robert uh, Pattinson from Twilight, but I thought he was dating FKA Twigs. I'm heartbroken. And and Maud Apatow, so Judd Apatow and Leslie Mann's daughter. So, uh, yeah, their names are Reagan. Reagan is Bella Thorne, and Grace is oh Bella Thorne is from the Babysitter, which is on Netflix and really good. And kind of like along, it could like go with this movie, like the tone of them, like a kind of a happy horror. It, like a blend between like a a horror a dark comedy <laughs> stupid a dark a dark comedy is the better word for that, so grace and Reagan, so they come up later, but yeah, you know. so um this superintendent tells the principal to resign with grace, right you know she's like, and especially with especially with teaching with education, like once you mess up. You like it's it's public perception is really what's going. It doesn't matter if you did it, you didn't. Like we've seen this time and time again. It doesn't matter what you did. It's public perception that ru- that rules everything, especially with education, especially with politics. Like it's really in. It, I mean, it makes a lot of sense that those are the two, two careers the movie sh- chose to show first. Right? P- politics, education, and then you know your normal citizen. So they tell him to resign with grace. Lily sees a man in a mask in the hallway and he runs after her and she screams and it's Bill Skarsgård, no makeup, (laughs) no clown outfit, but, uh, you know, he was barely in this movie. What is he? He's been in like two scenes so far. Yeah, he was barely in this movie. So at this point I was like, are the characters unlikable? (laughs) Because... (laughs) I, I'm yet to find a lot of redeeming qualities. I like that Bex is strong and she says quippy things. So far, she's the only one who's like halfway relatable. I guess because we've seen something that uh, sh- that she's fighting against, like transphobia. We see something that she's fighting against. We don't really get a, um, a grip on the other three. I mean, we, we get a grip on – um, Lily Coulson I guess because she's our lead but I just I just wanted more like one of them needs to be really funny one of them needs to be like ner- I don't know I mean I guess those are like the the stereotypes we don't we we don't want to repeat but like we need they need personality is I guess what I'm trying to say so now we've got the principal and it kind of is a replay of the mayor scene how he's like walking out to on the stage to be judged by this audience of faceless people and he walks to the auditorium and they're just booing and he tries to set things straight and he's like, you know, I didn't – He, but he's like – I guess he's not resigning is what uh, Wikipedia told me. But <laughs> when I was watching it, I wasn't exactly sure. But he – you know, he's saying I didn't do this. Um, he's trying to like – he's – it. it it makes a lot of sense that this is that this actor does a lot of stage work because this I could definitely see the training. He's like, you know, I'm I'm a kid from blah blah blah. I guess they're trying to do that like uh I hate to say like the the stereotypical um uh successful black man speech where they're talking about like all the tribules and and the, all the trials and tribulations they've been through to get to the point where they are. But that was kind of the gist of that speech that I was getting. And, like, as he's giving, like, this heartwarming – I mean, I guess it's heartwarming. It doesn't really give you a lot of chance t- to feel that it's heartwarming because of the the reaction of the audience. It's, it's overlaid with the kids, like, partying. Um, and we, like, kind of transition – to that. But, and also at the same time, his house is vandalized and we like hear his little girl scream. Like, it's really, it's, I t- think that's, like, that's really frightening to think about. So, Anika, no, Abra, I'm sorry. Abra, uh, what is her character's name? M, M. She says, you know, she's commenting on school shooters and she says like people just burn out and want to burn down their universe so they want to like take out the people in their own world and because they just like lose it one day and i don't know that kind of stuck with me i don't know so the convo turns somehow into oral sex and like uh earlier in the movie um Lily told her friends that you know Bill Skarsgard does not go down on her. <laughs> and so Bex brings it up and she like talks to Pennywise and he's mad and like they walk off and he's like going to talk to uh to Lily about it because she like told her friends whatever. And then um I think Sarah calls uh Bex a bitch and she's and Bex is like, I'm not a bitch, I'm a feminist. So you know what? That's why I like Bex because she has the funny one liners. And she does, you know, she goes there. So, uh, Lily and Billy. <laughs> Lily and, uh, Bill Skarskarp fight. What is his name? His name is Mark in the movie. Lily and Mark fight, and there's a voice voiceover, and she's like, you know, I lost my virginity to him, and like, He's the first boy who, like, hurt me that I want to hurt back. I don't know. Something like something along the lines of that. But they're fighting. And he's, like, saying awful. Like, he's really shitty. He's saying terrible. Like, this is where the toxic masculinity is coming in. But his character sucks, man. He's telling her she's, uh, like, a whore and, like, slutty. Like, slut-shaming her to the upteenth degree. And it's like, well, if you thought all this stuff about her, why are you dating her? And he's, like... Blah blah blah. I would never tell my friends if you never gave me in and blah, blah and like he was awful. And somehow this leads to them hooking up. And like, okay, so they hook they hook up weird, but he does go down on her, I guess. And there's a text message from Daddy or whatever, and it says, "I can see you." So then the fuck, <laughs> the fucking lights on the house next door light up, and then you're like, oh, shit. Well, first I thought it was her, her stepdad or something, but I was confused. No, it was the dad who had the the baby, who she babysat for in the beginning. So that guy, his name is Nick, Nick Mathers, and he is from fucking community. So the community guy. Yeah, he is daddy and he's watching her. Uh fuck Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> so, um, so the cops, so the next scene, we're we're out of there. The cops are interrogating the teen hacker from the beginning of the movie, and he's like super um He's super annoying. He's like really cocky, and he's like, "I didn't do this." You know, any proof? But basically, and then like the phone, their phones start going off, and he's like, "Apparently, like half of Salem just got hacked," and like their phones won't stop buzzing. So you know, shit's going down. Um, and it's exposed that Nick Mathers, or Nick Mathers is exposed. He's he's uh his phone is hacked, right? And there's pictures of Lily. But she's smart, smart-ish, because it's only her from the neck down. So it's like all these like shots of her, you know, bra and underwear, or whatever. But um, so his wife, he he says his wife and daughter left him. That's what he says, and we never see them again. But um, so all of her videos, her sex, her sex, sex, how do you say that? S-E-X-T-S, her sex are exposed. Um, Ani- uh, Anika Noni Rose is exposed, and I think they they slut shame her too. I've, I I kind of glanced past that. Um, Lily is crying, uh, and she's telling everything everything to Bex under the under the. I really like when when people when they do shots of like people under covers talking. I don't know, it's very really sweet. But they're under they're under the covers, like exposing all their secrets to each other. And, you know, she's confiding in her. And this is why we, this is why we don't have Sarah and M. Like, they aren't as, we don't get enough. Because here we have Bex and Lily bonding. Like, she could have easily bonded with Sarah or with Em. Like, it didn't have to be the way they did it. So, the cops are at, the cops are at school. Their presence is there. Um, Reagan, who is Bella Thorne, not FK, Twakes, got hacked. And she sent out, uh... Grace, who is Maude Apatow, she sent out her nudes, and so she was exposed. And the way that they were, the way that they were doing this scene, they kind of overlapped it with uh, some like fratty bros. I mean, I guess her in high school, aren't fratty? Some like jockey bros talking about Diamond, and apparently Diamond is the guy who slept with Bex in the beginning, but he was like ashamed because she was trans and like wouldn't let her tell anybody about it. So they overlapped. Reagan showing Grace's nudes with with these boys saying they're gonna go uh beat up, I don't know, intimidate Diamond for sleeping with a trans woman. Um, so they overlaid that and somehow I got it crossed. I thought that Grace was Diamond's girlfriend or something, and that Reagan had exposed it. Because next thing we know, Grace has a bat, and this is a really sick scene because It's their grace. uh, Reagan is like cheerleading, but the shots are awesome. They're like aerial shots, um, and it's just so dark. It looks very tragedy, girls. It's very dark in there, and (laughs) it's dark in that gym. They are saving money on the lights, Uh, but it's like neon, of course, because I love neon, and it just it looks visually stimulating. Um, Lily's voiceover. Nothing unites us like a good tragedy. Like there's so much going on. So Diamond has not been to school in like two days uh the boys are being transphobic as fuck and they're like you know he did then we gotta show him a lesson or whatever um i don't know why like diamond is minding his business you should mind yours uh lily has lily has on the pink docks that i want like they're like low yeah whatever so grace has the bat at cheerleader practice and it's still going on there's an awesome shot of her like with her bat and then like the camera flips and like so that you see her and like behind her is upside is the American flag, but now it's upside down because the camera is upside down, Pfft, duh. And it looks it looks very The Purge. I see where we're going with here. I, I see us. And you know it's called Assassination Nation. That might have been a touch much. Like it's not. Is this story that American? I don't I don't know. So. uh Billy, okay, and all of this at the same time. Billy Bill Scars, his name is Billy. Bill Scarsgard. Lily walks up to him in the pink dog that I want. Lily walks up to him and Billy says Bill says, "Do you have a birthmark on your back?" dun dun, dun. Uh, and the the there are two boys behind her flanking her. And she doesn't see them. So scary. But Then it flashes back to the gym. Grace knocks Reagan out and, like, walks off. So, I mean, Reagan could have lived. I don't know. I mean, I guess you get hit with a bat in the head and you're out. You die. But but that's why it doesn't make sense. Like, she killed her for exposing her nudes. Like, is that that big of a deal? I feel like that happens every day, B. I don't know. But, anyways, the boys grab. The the two boys like flanking her, they grab Lily and they like knock her to the floor. And Bill is talking about, you know, the leak, about about, you know, is she the guy in uh the the guy from communities leaked pictures or whatever? And he's showing her the photos. He's like, Is this you? You know, this you have a mole on your back, blah blah blah. And he wants her to show her his back and the boys flip her and they like pull up her sh- it's terrible they pull up her shirt to see her her if she has a mole terrible and he takes pictures of her and he's like i'm gonna spread this to everybody i'm gonna let them know that this was you in the in the pictures like terrible so he's like gonna expose her and he spits like at um, her And, like, her address ends up online. Like, so they, this is, like, that's doxing. That's what we call doxing, right? That is doxing. So just misogyny is present. Misogyny is here. It's in the room. Um, Ugh. So Grace is arrested with bloody hands and handcuffs. And kids everywhere are applauding. Although applauding her for killing a girl for showing. And it. It's not even it's not even in defense of Reagan or you know Bella Thorne. It wasn't even her fault. like she sent the nudes to her to her own boyfriend talking about look what Grace sent me and then and then Bella was exposed, was hacked. So how is that Bella's fault? Like I feel like Grace should turn her energy towards the hacker. you know i I am lost with that. That storyline, but Lily is Lily. Her phone is blowing up, but she's actually getting like followers and stuff. She could have like used this platform for something, but she's like growing in popularity online. But of course, she's like traumatized because I don't know because she broke up a family. I don't know. Uh, the so she comes home and the parents are trying to intervene, trying to have an intervention. And I wrote down Lily's camel toe because her shorts are very whatever we're gonna go on so she her mom like makes her say if it was her in these pictures or not and she doesn't want to of course and then she's like yes it was me and her mom this is wild her mom drags her by her feet out of the house from her room to the porch drags her out like yeah, you know, I don't know. That's just not the home I was whatever. So uh and and meanwhile, all of this, her brother's drinking a Slurpee watching her. So she's like this just gets worse and worse for her. How many more pages do I have? God three more pages of like misery for this character, and I'm so sorry. So uh she's walking down the street and this there's like a car of guys, two guys probably, and they're like, you know, we saw your videos, blah blah blah. Um he says something like Nobody's gonna want you. You should just take what you can get. And then like it it the camera flashes that he has a knife in his hand. Like so it gets rapey fast and she starts running And then he gets out and chases her, and she's, like, hiding behind this house, and she knocks – this is weird. She knocks him out with a shovel, and his face is super bloody, and I think we're supposed to assume that he's dead. Um, But then behind him, you would think that it would be the driver of the car, right? But it was a kid holding a frog. Uh, I don't – you see, this is where the movie starts to lose – me well no the movie had me even though it kept doing weird things but later on it lost me so i'll I'll keep it going so it's also getting a lot of black mirror it's getting very black mirror here it's getting very purged this is like black mirror that episode where everybody is filming the uh that woman white bear i think is the episode that woman who like wakes up in this simulation every day where people like film her because she like she killed a little girl and this is her punishment and like sh- they erase her memory every day. <laughs> that was an uh, that was my favorite episode. So or was it? No, I like the Tinder episode a lot too. And the and of course the gay episode. Yeah. So uh but it's very black mirror because like everyone shit is in the air and people start wearing masks in the daylight to like hide from the shit that they did, I guess that everyone knows about now. Although, wouldn't you know, like your body shape, and like I know I couldn't hide for very long. Anyway, so uh, at night there's a meetup of the masks, and like they're like you know, make America anonymous again. I guess is what they're trying to do. Like they're they're weaponized, they're anonymous, they're pissed. They they said you know, if if the government can't establish law and order. We will blah blah blah, and they start chanting like "Take Salem back, take Salem back." So they they get the kid who they thought was a teen hacker, and they kidnap him, and they they you know they kidnap him and they tape him up, and he's in a bathtub, and they start waterboarding him and asking him, you know, "Did you do this? Like, don't lie." And he finally says, "You know." Um, it what, Somebody sent it to me. I didn't do it, but I traced it back to Lily's house. So then he has to, like, go on video and talk about how Lily did it or whatever. And, like, so now everyone has a target on Lily's back. And she's like, why would he lie? Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Lily has been at Anika Noni Rose's house. <laughs> um... And she's upstairs with M and Sarah, and they're watching this super cool Japanese movie. I had to look it up: uh, "Delinquent Girl Boss: uh, colon, world, Worthless to Confess," 1970. It looks incredible. Uh, all the girls in that movie are wearing red, and I guess they're like a girl. I hate to say girl gang, but I guess they're like a girl gang, and they, you know, they kick ass. So all the girls, the four girls, are at uh, a Noni Roses house, and. <laughs> um, they're talking about how, like, they want to make, like, male, re- male, they want to make revenge movies when they go out, but they want to be, like, the women are in, are in charge. I guess, like, feminist reven- revenge movies that, like, the men are punished, which, you know, okay. But they're wearing these, like, matching red vinyl jackets, and I just want a friend group like that where we can all wear matching somethings. Hopefully vinyl. Uh, and, Marty, yeah, Marty uploads his confession video, and they see it, and so now they're like, "Oh shit!" You know, everyone's coming after us, and the or uh, Ab- M M is like, "You know, did uh, did mom set the alarm?" And so she goes to check, and this 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 is like a four or five minute scene the shots are sick because it's like it's like they're in a dollhouse because we're watching the camera from outside of the house so we're just following them through these windows it's this adorable vintage house i'm obsessed uh so we're following her of course down the, down the stairs and she's going she's setting the alarm the alarm won't let her Said it because uh, it says like zone five is open or something like that. So she goes back to her mom and she's like, "Mom, what's zone 5? And then the mom's like, uh, "The glass door is the glass door is open." So she goes down to the glass door. She closes it. We see that someone with a mask is inside. Like this scene is in, this is this is film film. This is film. Um. So so we see that one of the guys in the mask is inside. We also see another guy with a mask trying to get inside through. A window, um, but the guy grabs her, and he's got a gun, and he like hits her against the wall. Um, but I guess it's quiet, no one hears her, and they're like hiding behind this curtain. So then uh Sarah goes downstairs and she tries to set the alarm and it says like zone six is open. So of course that shows she goes and she finds the window and she closes the window, which was which was already closed before, so you know that somebody's inside. And then she like <laughs> pauses to like wash her hands, and then like a, a guy with a gun comes from behind the shower and like he gets her and he and then um and then Oh yeah, he grabs her, and you know he's got her. And then there's a guy on the second floor, but he's outside of the house, and he's just walking around. And then we're like, we pan back to uh, the room, and it looks it looks like like Heather Chandler's room, so I can see more Heather's here. Um, and the, it's just like very '80s, big vanity. I don't know Heather Chandler. So the men with masks are are just showing up in like heaps, and like a van shows up dudes with ropes like they're just they're ready to to do terrible things so bex is calling the bex is calling the cops right yeah she's calling the cops because because she's like i don't even know how she knew but she's like there's people outside so and very like anticlimactic there's people outside she's calling the cops lily is calling someone I, I think it was a community guy uh daddy or whatever to tell her that she didn't do this um, she opens the glass doors cause you know how like when you're on the phone, you're just like absentmindedly doing stuff. She's just like, you know how you pace? So she opens the glass door and she's walking around. She walks outside. She walks back in, but she leaves the door open. And then, um, the, the, the um, there's a man sneaking up behind her and then he's shot by a Nicanoni Rose and then a Nicanoni Rose shoots Another guy. So she took out like two or three guys and then she got shot at and she she got hit and she falls down, but she's still like a little bit alive. But Bex jumps off the Bex is awesome. Bex jumps off the second floor out of the second floor window and lands like a cat and she's fine. Um Anika oh wait, uh, um the M, M and Sarah are both like strung up now by uh those plastic ties. Like it's it's traumatizing. They're strung up by their arms, like on those on those plastic ties, and they're just like looking at their mom who's like can't do anything, and she's like ble- like it's this is this is a traumatic scene. So Bex is fighting Bex is like attacked by this guy with he has like a nail gun. Like this is turning into saw. I mean, I guess Purge does that too, but he has a nail gun and he's trying to get her, even though Bex is not the one that she named or that the hacker named. The hacker named uh, Lily. Why are they coming after all these other girls? So Bex is like fighting in the sky. They, they go into the pool, which looks awesome because now there's nails flying and they're in water and they're fighting and then blood shows up and you don't know who it's from. And then it turns out Bex is fine, but that dude is dead. And then <laughs> Anika Noni Rose can walk. Um and she stands up. Oh my god, she stands up. And then a masked man on the other side of the wall aims to where sh- how high, how tall she is and he shoots her. How did I don't know. God, that was sick but terrible. Um so Lily's hiding but her phone keeps going off and it's really close to her. So they start shooting they start shooting shots at the phone. But then she's able to leave the phone and so they're still shooting at the phone while she escapes and it keeps like going off and off and off and apparently it's daddy or whatever texting back, texting the phone. Which, that's why I keep my phone on silent. Anyways, so Bex makes it over the wall and um, yeah, Bex escapes. She's over the wall and we find out that the cop, this cop is leading the riot and he has uh, Em and Sarah and uh, they're just like Laughing at them and like saying, you know, didn't I tell you I was going to, uh, didn't I tell you I was going to get justice, blah, blah, blah. So he puts them in there in his cop car. And I'm guessing the point is to, to kill them or to, to, to keep them to lure Lily out. I don't know exactly where we're going with that. So she goes over to the, the babysitter's house because of course he lives next door. How convenient. And which, why wouldn't they look for her there if they knew that Lily was the, if If they knew that Lily loved the community guy, why wouldn't they look for it stupid? so she goes over there and um she doesn't notice that he had a mask on, so he was gonna join this raid, but he takes it off and um yeah they have they have him and Sarah, but they don't have vex or or uh uh Lily, so they say, Lily, you can hide all you want. Or we're going to get you. That's what the cop says. Whatever. So she runs. She's at the babysitter's house, and he hides her. And he's he's like, you can't be here. They can't see you. Blah blah. But he takes her upstairs to his, do- to his daughter's room. Oh, you know that. Actually, thinking about that, maybe. There is something really creepy about him. I mean, there there definitely is, but maybe there's something even extra creepier about him. But he takes her to his daughter's room, and it says like princess above the bed, like it's cringy. And he he. Uh, meanwhile, Bex is still running, and like a truck with these creepy flags, like these American flags, are driving right behind her, and um, she's trying to get to a neighbor's house, but they can't get her in there. And then uh, Nick Mathers comes back to Lily and he wipes the blood off of her and he like opens her legs and she's like, no, I can wipe myself. But he is like forceful and terrible. And he's like, you know, he's like, I'll protect you. You're beautiful. Kiss me. It gets very rapey really fast because he has like, we see that he has a giant knife in his hand and he's like, he's growing more violent. Like it's, you know if you're squeamish don't watch it uh well definitely and then there's an overlay of the girls like being taunted by the cop and and Bex being grabbed so now now Bex is with these group of guys who have her in their truck and so uh he pulls out that knife and he's like he's like tell the truth you did this so that i would love you i don't know what his logic was but he says that and then he's like he he says he wants to kiss her, but it's like this overlay of violence, so it's it, weird. So Bex is uh Bex is with with this guy who says you know we're gonna kill you first, and then we're gonna kill your friends, and then we're gonna kill Lily. And they've got her like handcuffed like Jesus, and then they've got and then Diamond shows up. So then we find out you know these are his friends, and this is the lesson they're trying to teach him. So they the these guys are like forcing Diamond to put a noose around her neck, and they're gonna hang her, which. I'm, I am triggered. I don't know. This is just anytime there's a noose on screen and like especially with American flags blowing in the background, like it's just too coded, especially ra- like racially for me. Like it's just too. I'm triggered. And Bex is not a, a white character. Bex is not a black character, but she is a very marginalized group, and it's it's very traumatizing. I've i i am triggered. So uh they're putting a noose around her neck and uh we go back to Lily and and she she's like getting a plan I guess in her uh head. So she's like, Do you wanna kiss me? Do you wanna touch me? Daddy, blah blah blah. Do you promise to be gentle? Blah blah and he's like, yeah. And so they kiss and she like I th- I couldn't see but his eye was bloody and then his tongue or I thought that she bit his tongue or maybe she poked his eye I don't know but he was bloody. And so then she's able to escape and she runs into the bathroom to hide and there's blood everywhere and she like pulls back the she like tries to get into the the tub whatever there's a body in the tub. So I'm guessing it's his wife but then when I was thinking you know he said his wife and his daughter left him we Uh, thank god we did not see a a a toddler's body because i i can't handle it so but i i'm assuming he did kill her because where is she (sighs) so she that's that makes me sad hang on okay so she she um she macgyvers (laughs) she macgyvers a weapon from razors and soap and it's not like where it wouldn't make sense. Like the timing does make sense. Like we see her in real time do it. She's like she gets a soap. She puts two razors in it. She cuts herself. you know. You know and like he finally, he finally busts in and he tries to stab her, but she slices his throat. Oh, so gross! Incredible scene, but disgusting. And it's like a, it's a beautiful, bloody mess. And she looks like. Carrie at the prom, which is one of my favorite horror visuals. Okay, so now we're back to Diamond. So Diamond says he can't do it, and his friends knock him out. (laughs) Um, So he's unconscious, I guess. And then Bex – Bex looks a lot like Winona Ryder here. I wrote that down. I don't know. So they're going to hang her, but Lily has a gun. She has uh, Nick's gun, and they're tying – the rope over the lamppost to hang this poor woman. Um, and the cops are announcing through the neighborhood that, that one cop is announcing through the neighborhood, you know, anyone with Lily's whereabouts will be rewarded. So they're paying for this teenage girl. I don't know. So Lily finds tons of guns in Nick's room. I don't know. He had a, a katana. I had to look that up, but it's a big knife. Um, He had a shit ton of, of, which I guess is a nod to the movie they were watching, but he has a shit ton of armory. So she arms herself, and then she has a mask on, and she's got, of course, this sick vinyl jacket, and the mask is like an American flag bandana. So first, Lily saves her two friends. She shoots the cop, and he's like, do you even know to hold that? And then she shoots him, whatever. Then she frees them, and now they got to go save Bex in the nick of time, which is, I'm happy they saved Bex, and... Then they're, then they're like in a shootout. I wrote Now I'm in Love because I did really love this because now it's like four girls in matching red vinyl jackets. I'm, not, I'm never going to stop saying that. And just like a, sh- a lot of guns and just killing terrible men. And this is, this is the movie I signed up for <laughs> without even knowing that this was the movie. So uh, because remember we thought that they were killing four girls. That's what we heard in the beginning. I didn't know they were talking about themselves. So um they kill the driver because he's going to – he was trying to, like, drive the car off. And I guess that would – and she was standing on the car. So that would have hung her because it would have, like, freed up her feet or whatever. And they kill the guy holding the rope. So now she's free. And um, now she's free. And then they get in a shootout with the rest of the gang. Or I guess they're a gang. A group of guys. Friday guys. Um, the head guy – Ends up being the only guy left, and he surrenders. Um, Bex walks up, holds the gun to his head, and he apologizes. And she look he looks like Justin Timberlake, I wrote, whatever. So the camera pans to her face, which I thought we were just, I thought we were going to, like, pan to her face and then, like, hear a, a gunshot. But uh, she pulls it off, and they walk off. And I'm glad he didn't, like, sneak up behind them or something. But, yeah, that was the end of him. So they save Diamond, and she's like, thanks for not murdering me. <laughs> and then Lily, Lily after all this trauma is still like, I mean, uh, not all men. So I mean, it's kind of funny. I don't know. The girls walk home and there are just endless amount of men in mass. And what I like about it kind of is like there are men in mass, but then there are also women in mass too. So like, I guess they're like, like a very few. So I guess they're like trying to say like, there are women fighting for your demise too. I don't really know. I'm I won't, I won't put too much on that. But yeah, then there's then there's like this hive mind as an effect, right? Because now they're just hype because they're anonymous and they have weapons. Um, Lily finds time to film a vlog. <laughs> so she's like, girls everywhere. Blah blah blah. Um, you know, they're taking me today, they might take you next. I don't know. It's like this call to arms for women, and she's like talking about her story and like how they're They're going after her, and then, like, this is where it gets a little preachy, or I appreciate the, I appreciate the attempt, but it's kind of ambitious here, because now they're, like, she's, like, broadcasting to women everywhere in this town, and they start coming out of their houses to, like, back them up, so it's, like, a, it's, which would be a terrible idea, because it's, Thousands of people with guns versus four girls with guns and a bunch of girls with no guns holding like a cell phone, wearing a hoodie. Like it, it was just not as smart. And that's where that's where it, that's where it jumps from. That's where we don't see what happened. So those girls all died. Like what? What are we supposed to gather from that? What? What happened? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so then there's that, and then our next scene is them in the police station but but those girls aren't there it's the parents of Lily. it's her brother and the cops, and we find out that this month we find out that the brother was the hacker this whole time, and that's why it was co- that's why the i p address was linked to Lily's house, so he nearly knew- he wasted everybody's time. he nearly got Lily he got a Nikonni rose killed he- <laughs> i Okay, so, yeah. So, the brother was the hacker. He's getting a life sentence. That's the end of the movie. Uh, and then, over the credits, there's a very sad black majorette doing a majorette baton twirler, I guess. A baton, twirl, baton, baton, a baton twirler. But she, like, looks creepily sad. But then there's, like, a black marching band behind her, and they're, like, Giving, They're, like, giving it, but then they're, like, marching through Salem's uh, destroyed streets. And I appreciate the black marching band, but why couldn't they be in, in the movie movie? Because this was a white-ass school. So where – what school did this marching band come from? What's – why are they there? Or, like, why – I mean, I want them to be there, but I want them to have speaking roles. Like, what? What was the point? I don't know. And Bill Skarsgård never got what was coming to him. I'm just left wanting more. I need personality from that other half of the crew. I need Bill Skarsgård to be dead. I need the black marching band to be integrated throughout the movie, speaking. I mean, because we... we. And the song they're playing is Miley Cyrus's We Can't Stop. The layers. The layers, right? We've got appropriation of Miley Cyrus on top of a black marching band that has sort of been appropriate. Well, I guess not because they're there, but why are they who was it a, is there an HBCU in Salem? Like what is <laughs> what is going on? Okay, that was the end. That's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. So I'm going to give my Girls Interrupted score of the movie. And, of course, it's just me, solo. Uh, So we rate our movies. You can look us up online on our website to see our exact ratings. We've rated all our movies that we've done before. But we try to rate them on – uh, half on diversity and inclusion, the other half on execution and enjoyability. So, I'll go through my little things. So, the first one is women in front of the camera and on screen. So, I gave it a seven and a, or sorry, women characters. Seven and, I gave it a seven and a half because we got women everywhere, women, women, women. Uh, this probably, I mean, men barely talk to each other in this movie, except, I mean, except for those fratty guys. And maybe some of the adults, but men barely talk to each other in this movie. It's all women. But you know, two of the main women aren't really that aren't really that fleshed out. So I gave it a seven and a half, which is pretty high. It's pretty high. But you know, yeah, I'm gonna move on. So next was people of color on represented on screen. So I gave it a four out of ten. Uh we got a Nika Noni Rose, of course. We got uh Coleman Domingo, the principal. We've got, uh, Abra, who is, uh, one of the best friends. We've got, uh, Kelvin Harrison Jr., who I did not talk about, but he was one of the skeevy guys holding down, um, Lily. He was one of, uh, Bill Skarsgård's friends. And he's from a movie I love. He's from It Comes at Night, which was horrifying, uh, but really well done, and I haven't seen a lot of people talk about that movie. But he was uh, the main in that movie. But yeah, he didn't talk at all in this movie. He has like a, like a small moment, I guess, on screen, like with his face. But that's it. And then like Danny Ramirez is is Diamond, and maybe he's Latinx. I don't know Ramirez. I'm giving it to him. So I gave it a four out of ten because that being said, five five people of color. But the one who talks the most is the principal, and he's only in like. 20 minutes in the movie. I don't know. All right, then we got LGBT. I gave it a 7 because it's important that we have a trans character. Like, that's really cool, and she's pretty fleshed out. Uh, varied bodies, I gave it a 0 because everybody's skinny. Um, women and minorities behind camera, I gave it a 2 because there's a female producer, but that is pretty much all we're working with. Um, execution, I gave it a seven. Seven? Because there were scenes I really, really liked, but then there was uh it fell off in the end. It fell off in the end. Yeah, seven out of ten. Style, eight and a half out of ten. Because I liked the cinematography. I liked the clothes. Um cast performances a six. Um it was pretty good, but um they did pretty well, but I think a couple of times I was drawn out of the moment by Stuff Yeah So the politics of the movie So that means like Is it gonna age well I was I don't know Because I Like the I agree with Do I like the politics of I like I like the politics of the movie like the politics of the heroine I suppose But the act The actions of the characters Are wild Like Shh That girl really killed another girl because her nudes were leaked. The mom really uh, disowned the daughter because she was involved with an older man who was most likely manipulating her. Like, it just doesn't add up. So I don't know if this movie is going to age well. So really, I'm rating it too high on that. I just... Gross. His friends... To assault his girlfriend because she cheated. Girl for dating their friend? Like it just doesn't make sense. In a five. You should go watch it. Although I've told you everything that happens. Um so altogether that's a fifty-six. So that was our review of what was this movie called? <laughs> of Assassination Nation, which I don't think is a good name. I like that it rhymes, but uh I don't it just, it's trying to be um, some kind of representation of America as a whole. But I don't think that we're all like, it, they should have played off of Salem. That would have been more cute. Like, which, like, bitch trials. <gasps> the Salem bitch trials would have been a, a much better name. They should have hired me. Yeah, that was us. So please go and look at our website check out our twitter um rate us uh five stars we'll be back next week with another movie um annie if you're listening i miss you so much please come back soon we're gonna try to keep the content running for you guys but annie will be back and she will be amazing um love you guys so much bye Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next time with a new pair of movies. In the meantime, please follow, rate, review, subscribe, and share the show. Let us know how you felt about the movies. See you next time.